We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right up top. Yeah, and they'll let the shot clock run down. And some of the fans getting up on their feet, knowing what this victory means. Knicks will clinch a playoff first, guaranteeing at least the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference and very close to getting that fifth seed. As the Knicks get their fourth straight win, and Tom Thibodeau and the Knicks will be in the playoffs. Oh, man. Hmm. Don't get to say this word. All that often in Knicks land, <clears throat> or at least we haven't since the nineties, back when I was a, a wee teenager. Um, so I do not think anybody, whether you've been a fan for three years, 30 years, or if you remember the Clyde and Reed themes or anywhere in between, if you're a fan of the Knicks, Breathe it in and say it with me. We're going to the playoffs. Feels good to say. And it feels good to say after. Um, it's funny. I, I was talking to someone, I think, on on Twitter uh, or so, some format. I don't know. So, so I'm in too many different things that I talk to people. At. Um, but I was talking about how like. How many boring wins or losses, for that matter, have there been <laughs> with this team this year? And there's just so few games that are just kind of like ho-hum games that you don't really, you know, are, are not really terribly memorable. This was probably, it will go down as one of the least memorable, though, although we'll certainly talk about uh, the things that made it interesting. And there were some things that made it interesting. But um, I don't know, maybe it's fitting that uh, they clinched the playoffs officially on a night like tonight, although uh, the reason it was anticlimactic is I think once they won, I mean, you could even go back three, five days ago against Miami and for sure two, two nights ago against Cleveland. Um, so a little anticlimactic, but again, do not, I don't need to tell people who have been fans of this team for a while. We don't take it for granted. I'm not saying playoffs or the end of the are the end goal. I'm sure if you asked um, in the locker room, as I, I have the Mavs Hawks game on Mavs, just tied it up 121 to 121 uh, with 37 seconds left. Keep an eye on that game. Uh, I'm sure if you asked the Knicks in that locker room, they would tell you playoffs are not the goal. 
Um, and they actually do still have. So let's set the stage. So playoffs clinched um, in terms of seating. Uh, Fred Katz, credit to him, just tweeted it out. And it's we won't get into the convoluted reasons why it has to do with the tiebreaker tiebreakers, I should say. Um, if the Knicks win another game, does not matter who they win another game against or if the Nets lose another game, um, they'll get the Knicks will get the fifth seed and will be um, again. It's not officially guaranteed, but it is all but guaranteed that they will have a first round playoff series with the Cleveland Cavaliers if they do indeed lock up that fifth seed. So that is where we're at with a week left to go in the regular season. Um, the Knicks, as Mike Breen just said, will have those five days off and um, we're going to, we're going to get to the, the uh, Weiss and Rosenblum personal injury report in a little bit, but I have feeling those five days off are well, those five days off are going to, are going to come in handy. Um, so yeah, uh, solid win, you know, not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. You, you ideally do not want to be down, uh, to a wizards team missing, uh, arguably four of their best, certainly three of their best player or their three best players and four of their five, four of their six, whatever you want to say. Although uh, Corey Kispert certainly has an argument to be in that conversation. You don't want to be down nine to that team or eight to that team in the third quarter, which the Knicks were. At the same time, I can't say in all honesty that as I was watching this one in the first half and the Knicks were playing, here's the thing about the Knicks, right? And it's it's strange because, again, referring to if you've been a fan of this team for a while, um, you know what no defense looks like. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is to watch a team that is just really not trying on defense. Um, this Knicks team... This year, and honestly, I'm not even sure last year, um, and certainly not two years ago. This Nick team doesn't ever do that, but we also know what this version of the Knicks looks like when they are at three quarter speed, when they're at maybe a, you know, an eight point five or a nine out of ten, and we certainly know what they look like when they're at a ten out of ten, and. I don't know. I mean, you know, Benji uh, tweeted it out at halftime. Like the Knicks are not playing defense, the level of a team that is ready to go into the postseason. And I agree with that. I, I what I'm wondering and what I'm sure everybody's wondering at this point, including Tom Thibodeau, is like. It's, you know, is it it's not it doesn't seem like that's a, a just a switch you could flip, you know, uh, that said, I have. I have confidence. I have confidence in a team that held. What did they hold? The Heat to 16 and the Cavs to 14 in the fourth quarter. Or was it the Cavs to 14 and the Heat to 16 in the fourth? Whatever it was. Um, You know, they held their last two opponents, both of whom were trying desperately to win that game to 30 total points in those fourth quarters. And then, well, this game was still like the Wizards scored a bunch of points at the end that were that were in, in garbage time, essentially. But like for the relevant portion of this game, after halftime, like the Wizards weren't scoring. So I don't know. Should we be worried? Should we be slightly perturbed somewhere in that range? Like that's the biggest probably story slash takeaway from this game is like, how how worried are you about the next defense? Which again is going to, I don't know where their ranking is going to be after this game. It's going to finish the year in the bottom, like not in the top 15, um, barring anything crazy. So, um, that's that. Uh, as far as what we saw tonight, uh, Jalen Brunson, you know, ho hum, another 
uh, not one of his best games, certainly. And it's funny because you could look at it and be like, huh, not one of his best games. 27 points on 20 shots, um, eight assists and uh, five turnovers. So definitely the five turnovers are not, you know, not not his ideal. Um Man, was that a missed free throw from the Mavs at the end there? I think that was a missed free throw from the Mavs. Mavs are going to blow this game. The Mavs are going to not make the play in. My Lord. Um, what a disaster Dallas is. Anyway, that's their problem. Uh, so, yeah, it's crazy that we could look up and and 27 and 8 on 20 shots and be like, yeah, not one of Brunson's best games. That's the level he's elevated himself to. Um, and he is I mean is Jalen Brunson. What else can you say? He's Jalen Brunson. Um he is not the lead story in this game. I just kind of wanted to get him out of the way first. The lead and neither is Emmanuel Quickly, by the way. Again, Emmanuel Quickly. He's gotten to a place where uh 22 points took a little bit more to get there. 18 shots, six six rebounds, five assists, three steals, usual really good defense, the whole thing. Not one of his best games. Like that's where we've gotten to the, to this point with these two point guards. Um is like we only have to talk about the spectacular. Um, no, what we're going to talk about tonight is Obi Toppin and Quentin Grimes. Um, with, a, with a tip of the cap to, to both Mitchell Robinson and the ever amazing Isaiah Hardenstein. But again, Hardenstein's a guy we're kind of used to this by now. Uh, but nice to see this game from Mitchell Robinson. I think Mitchell Robinson played very well. But Toppin and Grimes. Um, let's, go with, let's go with Grimes first. So Grimes now, this is so 27 tonight. I want to say now he is averaging. Um, I don't know. I forget what he had in Cleveland the other night, but I'm, I'm fairly if he's not averaging now 20 over 20 points in his last six games, he's damn close. Uh, and five assists uh, to boot. I, I, the moment for me. And I don't know if it's going to be a moment of the game candidate, so I'll mention it now. You want to talk about again, what? what this organization under this regime and this coaching staff, what they look for in players, in people. Um, Quentin Grimes had what looked to me. Oh, wait, no, the Mavs still have a chance. Okay. Anyway, uh, Quentin Grimes had what looked to me like a wide open or pretty open corner three with, you know, I don't know how many minutes there were left in the game. It was towards the end of the fourth quarter. Um, and that would have been for 30 points. Quentin Grimes is a second year player. I don't know. Has he ever had 30 points? He probably, I think he's had 30, but he hasn't had 30 many times. Maybe he has had it once or twice. You know, it's cool to get 30 points. Wasn't even thinking about it. Drove in, dished it off to, I think it was to Isaiah Hardenstein. Isaiah Hardenstein put it in because it was the better basketball play. And again, credit to the organization. All they do is get guys who make the correct basketball play. Um, and that is um, a testament to them. And it's a, a testament to Quentin Grimes, who are we seeing a little leap here? Are we seeing a little leap? I don't know. Um, a, it's not <laughs> the thing about it with, with Grimes is like, I, I have trouble calling it a leap because everything he's doing, we've seen him do before. It's just a matter of a little bit of opportunity, a little bit of increased consistency um, and kind of putting it all together. Uh, uh, this is a really important player like it. And that's been the best part of the season. All these, you know, the young assets, right? Emmanuel quickly, Quentin Grimes. Um, you want to throw Deuce McBride in there too. They've gone from young assets to like, no, these are guys that are like going to help them win like playoff series now. 
which is really cool. And Quentin Grimes was, I mean, great tonight. Not to be outdone, his highest scoring game of the year. It, it felt like kind of maybe his best game of the year. Obi Toppin, 21 points on 15 shots, three of eight from three. Uh, also four assists, a couple steals. Uh, Knicks had 31 assists tonight. 31 assists on 46 made field goals. That is uh, as high an assist percentage as you will ever see this particular team get. Uh, it is not lost on me. The fact that, uh, you know, they're who was out there and who was not out there that they got that assist percentage. Um, but it was great to see. And I think, again, the guys that they had in there, guys like Toppin, guys like Grimes, guys like Quickly, um, they just look to make the next pass, make the right play. Josh Hart, certainly. Uh, look, good good, good thing that Josh Hart's okay. Uh, so, yeah, Obi Toppin, look, I'm really, I'm fascinated to see what happens in the postseason. I, I um, it was, was it today? Was it yesterday? I think it was today. Uh, Ian Bagley had a story for SNY, which uh, towards the end of it said, uh, the Knicks were, you know, considering or or internally were like just kind of talking amongst themselves, I guess. Uh, who's going to be in the playoff rotation and considering players who were currently on the outside of the rotation looking in. Now, that can mean a lot of things. I, I knowing nothing, I wonder, given how impressive his impact has been uh, over certainly since they got Josh Hart and he was removed from the rotation, but really you could go back further than that. Um, how, given how impressive Deuce McBride has been, I wonder if they were considering if Julius Randle comes back healthy, is the best version of our team still one with Obi Toppin in the rotation? And Obi Toppin well, Deuce Pride gives you some obvious things. Uh, it, he gives you, I mean, a tenacity on defense that I, I'm, I'm not sure anyone else on the team gives them. He's made improvements in his offensive game. So I think that was part of maybe if if that was what they were considering. I think that had to have been part of the consideration. As my God, Javal McGee. They, for anybody not watching this right now and listening tomorrow, they reviewed a play at the very end it, the, the game was over. They went back and reviewed it. They called a foul on the Hawks, f- sending Javon McGee to the line. He missed the first free throw. He made the second. And so now it's tied with 0.4 seconds left. He couldn't make both free throws. You useless. Anyway, <clears throat> 17 million. This guy's getting paid over the next three or next this year and two more years. What a terrible signing. Make your free throws. Okay. Anyway, back to Obi Toppin. Yeah. So that was my consent. That was what I thought when Bagley dropped that piece. And then Toppin comes out today. And again, as his highest scoring game of the season, as uh, Breen said several times, neither him nor Quentin Grimes came out in the second half of this game. And that was, and shout out to Andrew Claudio. Um, I texted uh, him a little while ago. I was like, has Tibbs played seven guys in the second half? <laughs> he's like, yeah, Grimes and Toppin haven't come out. Uh, he's going with the not the not fucking around crew. And the fact is, especially without Julius Randle, but also without RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, part of the not fucking around crew, which is interesting to me because that runs counter to what 
I think my little pet theory was that maybe they were considering taking out a top and out of rotation. I don't know. Um, because I, again, Toppin played very well tonight. Not perfect. Uh, it was a missed box out that I'm sure irked Tibbs on a putback uh, that happened in the, I wasn't saying it was the third quarter, maybe early fourth quarter. But overall, Toppin was really good. Picked the spots well on offense. I thought he defended pretty well, really well. Uh, so really good game for, for Obi. Um, and we'll see what happens moving forward. I, I, I would like to see things kind of stay the way they are, but you know, and well, that's a good transition actually. So let's do our personal injury report presented by our good friends at Weiss and Rosenblum. Uh, Don't forget if you think you might have a case, Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, the personally, personal injury attorneys at the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum will speak to you free of charge. They will not ask for a dime just to consult with you on your case. And of course, if they take your case, they don't get paid unless you do. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. Um, prior results do not guarantee future outcomes, but if you need an attorney, go with a veteran, not a rookie. So speaking of veterans, um, this is probably the biggest personal injury report we've done in a while. Um, Julius Randle, obviously still out. We saw him on the bench. Uh, he was, I did, don't think he was on the bench in the Cleveland game. He was on the bench tonight, left a few minutes early, probably uh, um, to make sure Tibbs didn't put him in the game to close this one out. Uh, I don't know what else there was to say about Randle other than the fact that we now have a two game sample size of no Julius. And there was, it's a it's a different feel. It's a different feel watching this team without Julius Randle. Again, be careful. There'll be people who will be like, "Oh, they're a better team." This and that, and be careful what you wish for, folks. They're they. This team is not. I don't think. I'll just say it. I don't think they could be Cleveland without without Julius Randle. Um, they will need the best version of Julius Randle if he's going to play, but. Yeah, I, I think they need Julius because they need his gravity on offense. Um, and I frankly, I, I think they need his rebounding. And and if he's really locked in, I think they're going to I think his defense is a plus two. So Julius Randle get well soon. RJ Barrett get well soon. He was out today with an illness. Um, <laughs> replaced by Evan Fournier in the rotation. Evan Fournier played uh, seven minutes that I'd like to forget. Boy, the Evan Fournier experience is something. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not making anything of the RJ thing. I, I Again, though, like, could you look at some of today's game and be like, huh, that looked a little bit better without RJ? Sure. At the same time, could you look at their early... Um, could you look at their early second quarter stint when it was quickly out there running the offense with Deuce, Josh Hart, Isaiah Hardenstein, and Evan Fournier, when, I mean, do you want to talk about some ugly basketball? They That was not pretty. Um, that was a stretch where it's like, man, you know who would help be helping right now? RJ Barrett would be helping right now. So it's like, it's the same kind of thing with Julius Randle. It's like the gift and the curse, like there's good and bad. And you you want these players to come back because you trust that they are going to be the best versions of themselves when the playoffs come around. Um, as far as the immediate future, I mean, obviously, Randall's going to be out for a while. Rand, RJ, we don't know the severity of the, the illness or whatever, but 
you know, give him as much time as he needs off. And then also Josh Hart turned his ankle slightly um, in the fourth quarter there. Uh, got it retaped. He was back on the bench, available to come back in. I'm fine if we don't see Josh Hart again for the rest of this regular season. Um, like literally at this point, I, I like if they are lucky enough, or, or if they're if they're able to eke out a win on Wednesday. And again, I know that's this is not what they're going to do, but I'll say it anyway. If they're able to eke out a win on Wednesday against the Pacers, give me 48 minutes of. Um, for the last two games, give me 48 minutes of Jericho Sims, uh, Daquan Jeffries, Trevor Keels. Can we sign someone off the street to a 10 day and play that dude? 48 minutes. I mean, Miles McBride and uh, Evan Fournier. There you go. Can Is that a workable? Is that a workable ask? McBride, Keels in the backcourt, Fournier at the small forward. Daquan Jeffries, a little, little small for the four. And then, and then Jericho Sims. But seriously, like put everybody in bowl wrap. Um, the flip side to that is obviously I'm being a little facetious, but if you do rest these guys in the last, at any point in the last week, you know, that's a long time before the playoffs start. So like, do you worry about guys getting rusty? I personally, I'm I'm not really worried about that. Um, I think the rest is, is good and, and has certainly been earned. Uh, so that is the personal injury report. Again, presented by our friends at Weiss and Rosenblum. Let's do moment of the game. Uh, I have a few candidates here. I, I already shouted out the Grimes pass to uh, Isaiah Hardenstein. Uh, I have, I'll have. i do the, what I think is probably going to wind up being the winner first, which is Obi Toppin gets a block on one end and then the finish at the other to make it 107-92. Gave the Knicks a 15-point lead. It was the moment where you kind of felt like they were going to take this one home. Um. Let's do the Isaiah Hardenstein. How did he make that pass pass to Obi Toppin? I think Isaiah Hardenstein made the pass from the corner. It was one of the best passes he's made all year, which is saying something to make it 96-85. And then mm, let's do we gotta do a gotta do something for Grimes here. Um there was a three that that Quentin Grimes hit to make it. Hold on here. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Yes, it was at the end of the third quarter uh, to make it 80. And this thing had been. This thing had been been neck and neck for a little while there. Uh, This gave the Knicks their first two possession game since. I don't even know if they had had a, a two a two possession lead at any point in this game after maybe in the early going, whatever it was a Quentin Grimes, uh 27 foot three pointer made it 84 77. And it was like the first, the first moment where you could kind of take a deep breath and be like, okay, the next they they have this one. Uh, so let's do that one for the, for the Grimes play. Okay. Those are our three moment of the game candidates. Um, again, I have a feeling the Obi one is going to win as it should. And with that, let us get to what I hope is a very excited fan base. I, I'm I'm exci- I'm like I'm excited. Again, it's muted. It's muted because you beat a Washington team without anybody, and we're so used to these crazy wins and these huge wins over these great teams. And then tonight, it's just like okay, we ho hum beat the Wizards. Um, and again, the the, six, the fifth seed isn't officially decided yet. And then there's this injury stuff out there. So you know, different reasons to be a little bit 
muted, but at the same time, I, I'm going to repeat what I said at the top. If you're a Nick fan, you cannot ever, 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 ever <laughs> take the playoffs for granted. <laughs> Just can't do it. All right. Let's see what we got. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Knicks fans? Power up for springtime with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. 
Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest with keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and Protein Plus meals on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of more than 36 quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery. Just two minutes. Also, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor. Each meal has all the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to your vegan or veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Don't hesitate. Head to factormeals.com filmschool50 and use the code filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Again, that's factormeals.com filmschool50 to get 50% off your first box. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Starting us off, Mythic Monty. What's going on, Mythic? Um, I hope they figure out the first half defense by the playoffs. So you know, again, only in New York. We got we clinch a playoff berth, and and the first the first comment is a is a uh, uh, kind of a complaint. Uh, I get it though, Mythic. I, I get it, Mythic Monty. Um, and it it's true. It, but again, it's like to me, it's not. There's nothing to figure out. I know that you're, you're you're. That's not how you meant it. But like. The Knicks know what to do. <laughs> the Knicks know how to defend. The Knicks know where they're supposed to be. I mean, again, this is like little sloppiness with overhelping and like not really committing to stay in front of your man because you know that there's going to be a rim protector there and, you know, it, it, someone else is going to be helping off the corner and then that person helping off the corner is helping a little bit too much off the corner. And it's like, it's all little shit. It's just little shit. But again, the way they play defense and what they require of their guys, what Tibbs requires of his guys the little shit can be the difference between being the type of defense that shuts down the Miami heat and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the fourth quarter and being a defense that gives up, you know, whatever the hell they just gave up to a wizard team missing all of its players in the first half. Um, yeah. You got to clean it up for sure. Thanks. Mythic Monty. Uh, Jacob fans hate RJ teammates hate RJ. Oh my Lord. In did the Knicks just glitch a playoff berth? An objectively horrible player. He should never play another minute for us. Fournier can at least hit a three. Same defense. Uh, look, I'm the biggest critic of RJ Barrett that you will probably find doing content creation for this team. And I think that is, I mean, needless to say, that is so far and away over the top and also just blatantly untrue on several levels. First of all, fans don't hate RJ. There is a subset of fans who dislike RJ or are annoyed with the fact that his progress has not been um, as steady as, as one might like. Um, I certainly don't think any teammates hate RJ Barrett. I don't think any t- anybody on this team hates anybody else on this team. I think, you know, like with any group, you're always going to find probably little things here and there, but I think these guys generally like each other. And then, 
I mean, the biggest disagreement is like an objectively horrible player. We were doing a little talking in, uh, and thank you for the, for the contribution. We were doing a little, you know, kind of shooting the shit earlier today in the KFS faculty chat and just kind of talking about like RJ Barrett's like value on the open market. If he was to be put out there. And I think, you know, can things change? Yeah. Between now and the end of the season, I don't think they're going to change much. I think you'd find a lot of teams out there, even though he's making over a hundred million dollars for the next four years, you'd be like, yeah, we'll take on that contract and do so, you know, not give up a ton, but they're not going to, you know, they're not going to ask you to pay a tax because there's still an upside there. And he's still like, he's been since the all-star break, especially since he's cleaned up his defense, he's just been like a solid, he's been really solid. You know, he's been really solid. So very, very unfair comment, Jacob. Sorry. Um, Sam Garcia playoffs, baby. Let's freaking go. There we go. That's the energy that I'm here for. Um, All about the playoffs. As should we all be. Uh, Alex playoffs exclamation point. I love that too. Um, thank you, Alex. As always, I'm glad we're excited. Kevin Danishevsky. I was thinking about you in the first. I was thinking about you and, and Robert Cross in the first half with that Corey Kispert. What did he get? 21 in the first half? My God. Um, what did I tell you about Corey Kispert? Playoffs. Quentin Grimes is amazing today on both sides of the ball. He's stretching the third where he shut Kispert down. OB2. Yeah. Uh, Quentin, I should have shouted that out in the beginning. Quentin Grimes, and it, and you love to see it. And this is again something that defines this team, and I think defines the young players on this team. Their resilience. Quentin Grimes, not his best defensive showing against. I shouldn't even say that. Donovan Mitchell's Donovan freaking Mitchell, and Donovan Mitchell gave Grimes some issues the other night. It's great to see Grimes come back and and take a guy who was really hot in the first half and like kind of you know help put him away. Um, thank you, Kevin. Appreciate you, man. Hamdy M, we're going to the playoffs. Playoffs. Still my favorite, my favorite quote ever. Playoffs. Yes, playoffs. Here with the Knicks. Um, thank you, Hamdy. Glad you're excited. Carolina Knicks fan. Obi played the whole second half. Someone pinch me. This can't be real. Great win. Playoffs. Here we come. Hashtag. Let's go Knicks. Yeah. I, I again, I, I said what I said, wondering about the Bagley article. And then again, Obi plays the whole second half. Like what? He's just such a fascinating player. Thank you. As my daughter gets me water. Cause I forgot to get it for myself. Um, just such a fascinating player, such a fascinating situation. Um, like with this Randall injury. And again, I don't believe for a second that they know how long he's going to be out for. And we should all be bracing ourselves for the fact that we may not see Julius Randall again this season. I mean, that's the, just the harsh reality. We don't know. We don't know. So like, there's no world where Obi Toppin is not going to be an instrumental part of this team at the very least over the next you know, three weeks, two, three weeks, and hopefully beyond. Like they need a confident Obi Toppin. 
and that has to do with the shooting. They need an on-point Obi Toppin on defense, and they need an Obi Toppin who could do the things that Obi Toppin can do, and we saw some glimpses of that stuff tonight, too. And I think that's the big question, right? Is like, is there any world? And I kind of poo-pooed this idea when I wrote the post-Randall injury newsletter last week on Friday. Is there any world where in the span of time the Knicks have to work with, they can, you know, unlock Obi to some extent where he is a meaningful difference maker in, in, I mean, again, I'm being specific in the, in the ways that we know Obi Toppin can be a difference maker. I'm not talking about his three point shooting, you know, putting the ball on the floor, moving around, generating confusion amongst the defense, um, you know, making a defense like jump out of, you know, out of its shoes because like, Oh, what's Obi doing? And, and, stuff leaking out in transition, obviously, although I think teams are keen on that. Like, can, can they, can they get more of that stuff? Is that in the cards? And the fact that we saw some of that stuff tonight, I think is really important. Granted it came against this crappy wizards team, but it still counts, you know? So thanks Carolina Knicks fan. Appreciate you. Look at the cup. My daughter got me this. You know what? This is the cup of a man whose team is going to the playoffs. So, cheers. Handy M, double dipping. Can I say it again? We're going to the playoffs. Handy, you're too generous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That, shout out. To, this is a good opportunity to shout out you, Hamdi, and also just so many people who are such consistent contributors, uh, obviously coming and watching and contributing in the regular chat, but the super chats really, really do help us a lot um, because... Just gives us an excuse with our wives and girlfriends and significant others and what have you to to do what we do here and take the time that we do. So thank you uh, to you and everybody, everybody who's made this uh, year such a special year. Okay, thanks, Andy. Uh, Alex with another one. I love watching Obi when he gets in a groove. Perfect timing. I it's like once it once a post game. I have I go on a little rant and then or a, a positive rant and then somebody j- chimes in with a comment where it's like talking exactly about what I was just talking about. Yeah, he was in a group. And I think the three-point shooting helps his inside the arc game and vice versa, as I'm sure would be the case with most players. Uh, Oh, man. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my goodness. I am fairly certain. Thank you, Alex. With 1.8 seconds left in overtime, Kyrie Irving just got called for a foul on Trey Young as he was attempting to steal the ball, and I think that's going to send Trey Young to the line to hit two free throws to probably win this thing. Oh, my Lord. <sighs> these Both of these teams are a disaster. Um, Keith, what's going on, Keith? How you doing, man? Cheers to you. At MSG, as I write this. But had to stop and show life real quick. We started shaky, but handled business. Thank God Josh is okay. More importantly, the playoffs are back. We deserve this. Shout out to us and shouts to KFS. <clears throat> um, do we do we deserve this? Yeah. Fuck yeah, we deserve this. If you've been a fan for any modicum of time, you absolutely deserve this. This organization has not been an easy organization to root for. Um, for a while now, even in the nineties, it wasn't necessarily easy. I mean, you want to talk about heartbreak. We, we've been down this road before. I don't need to go down it again. Um, but 
to just it's you know it, it's one thing to root for a bad organization like an organization that just like the team it puts out on the floor isn't very good or like even like a boring organization like think about the magic for like during the Vooch Fournier Aaron Gordon years right just kind of like yeah hey, we're gonna make the playoffs and get knocked out in the first round of five games like even that like at least you get to turn on the TV and like it's competence and you don't have to worry about any stories dropping, which make your organization look like a clown show. If you've been a fan for, and that's why I think we, we all have to sit here and really appreciate the fact that this team is going to the playoffs and they're going to the playoffs with a team that could do damage and has real upside and it's young players. And it's like, it really is almost everything you could want as a fan. There's been, it's been a lot of tough times and a lot of, a lot of moments where it's like, you know, a Woj tweet will come, will come up on your phone and you'll just be like petrified. Like what did, you know, what did we do now? You know, or anyway, so good day to be thankful. Thank you, Keith. Uh, Aunt C what's going on. Aunt Uh, playoffs looks like another Mavs loss as I'm watching live. They have, okay, 1.8 seconds. Uh, who is this inbounding the ball? Josh Green inbounding the ball? This should be interesting. Hold on. Well, I'll, I'll stay live with the Mavs result. Okay, Green inbounding the ball. Luca turnaround. Clanks off the rim. Does not get fouled. Mavs lose. And the Bulls, by the way, and the Bulls won today. So that's been my new thing where I'm kind of rooting against the Bulls. I figured that is now our best chance to keep this pick this year because, um, again, the Bulls could make the play-in and the Mavs could miss the play-in, but if the, it has to do with record. So was there? There was a, there is, I guess, still technically a world where, like, Bulls make play-in, Mavs miss play-in, but, like, the Mavs are the 11th seed in the lottery and the Bulls are the 10th seed. Uh, that world just got a lot less likely after the Mavs lost to the Hawks. What a what a dumpster fire of an organization and what a summer ahead it's going to be for them. Oh, boy. OK, Aunt C. What's going on, Aunt C? Yes, it, it does look like another Mavs loss. We just witnessed it. The Mavs pick doesn't convey. Kyrie leaves. Luca asks out. Oh, perfect timing with this. Um, the Knicks best trade partner for the, the Knicks are the best trade partner for the Mavs with assets tied up. Um, Huh. Are the Knicks the best trade partner for the Dallas Mavericks? Um. Let's put aside two things. One, um, I think there is a world where Luca could ask out and they just they just say no. And they kind of do what they did with Kevin Durant, what the Nets did with Kevin Durant this summer. Kevin Durant had four years left on his deal. Luca has three plus a player option. So like you know, if you're Mark Cuban, you you just be like, We're not trading you. And I don't care how much you pout or how miserable you are. Like I'm committing to you. We're going to figure this thing out. And even if you want, don't want to be here, I cannot in good conscience as an owner of this team trade you. So that's caveat. Number one, caveat number two, there is a world where Mark Cuban will trade him to 28 other teams, but not the Knicks because of things. Uh, hello, Jalen Brunson. Uh, even though I know J- Mark Cuban went on the record and, and, you know, kind of, publicly was like, nah, we don't think the Knicks did anything wrong or whatever, whatever they said. Um, so putting those two caveats aside, which to be very clear are two 
massive caveats. Uh, do the Knicks make the best trade partner with Luca? I think if you factor in, I think if you factor in that a team is not going to trade for him if they fear he's going to leave. So like the Oklahoma city thunder, I think are a better trade partner because they can reasonably give up more stuff and arguably better stuff um, with all the extra picks and things that they have, you know, or like even like a team like the, you know, the Pelicans who still have extra picks and like, they certainly have some players that the, 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 the uh, Mavs might be interested in. But again, would either of those teams do that and trust that Luka Doncic is not going to turn around in a year or two years or whatever it is. And either Bolton free agency, that would be three years or like turn around and ask out of, of those situations. Cause he just doesn't want to be there in those cities. Um, so from that perspective, yeah, sure. I think the next, the Knicks are the best trade partner, but do I think Luka Doncic is ever getting traded to the New York Knicks? No, I do not for the reasons I explained. Uh, Frank Miranda, what's going on, Frank? What's up, Mac? It's your boy, Frank, from Patreon. I was a little nervous in the first half, but they regained focus. Tibbs has to take JB out when the Wizards took their starters out and the Knicks up 18. We cannot risk it. I was thinking the same thing. He's a madman. Tibbs is a madman. He's a madman who I think has a really good argument to finish top three in Coach of the Year voting two years after winning that award. He's a madman who, if he could ever even just get to a finals, even if he could just coach a team to a finals, I think is going to have a really good, and and if he coaches long enough, which we'll see, I think he's going to have a really good chance of getting in the Hall of Fame. If, if, those are some big ifs, obviously. But if he does that, I think he would have a really good chance of getting in the Hall of Fame. He is a madman. Even if you love him, like I love him. Like there's there's literally nothing I could say right now and be like, oh yeah, here's why it was okay that he left Jalen Brunson in at the end of a... <laughs> You know, a game that they had a 20 point lead with three and a half minutes to go. No, there's there's nothing. There's nothing to be said. <laughs> he's he's crazy, man. But he's our he's my crazy man. He may not be your crazy man. He's he's my crazy man. Uh thanks, Frank. Appreciate you as always. Uh Juanon, what's going on, Juanon? To those of us who lived through oh hold on, I need a drink before I read this stuff off. <clears throat> the Ewing trade. Layden, Isaiah, Larry Brown, the lawsuits, plural, Barnyani, Steve Mills. <clears throat> oh, my God. We, we had to live through all of that. And that's like a list. That's like one tenth as long as the list should be. Uh, drink this in and please don't take this for granted. I've waited years for this. And to look, and I'll say something that's maybe a little bit controversial. Um, This is better than two years ago for me. Because I really do believe this team could make a little noise. Um, I don't have as much confidence as the Robert Crosses of the world, but I think this team can make noise. And they are, they're just so obviously a better team than they were two years ago. And that makes all the difference. Um, I don't know if I'm... I don't. I don't remember how I felt going into the playoffs in 2013. I, like the just. The, I don't remember the feeling that I had. I, I 
intellectually, I could look back and, and look at some of the wins that team had and how I could have easily, we could have all easily talked ourselves into them giving the heat a run for their money. If they ever got to the heat, that matchup, you know, so like in theory, that was a team to be more excited about. And yet I know this, I know I didn't love that team. Like I love this team. And like this, I mean, and again, this is going to be different for other people who will who worship mellow. I obviously am not, I'm not quite in that, that camp. I, I have like emotional fan, real fan connections. Like, you know, when you, I don't know how else to say when you, when you really love a player, when you root for a player, when a player's success is like, it makes you feel so good inside because the, you, you're, you're invested in them and you watch their growth and you watch them go from a player who's like an interesting young player to a guy who's like helping make a difference in wins. There are, I, I mean, there are so many more players on this team that I just, I have that level of investment in then on that team. So for that reason alone, I think it's, this is the best. This is the, I mean, it's the best since 99, you know, or 2000, because 2000 was still that same group. And it was, you know, they did make conference finals in 2000. So thanks, Juanon. Been a long 20 plus years. Uh, Jean Baptiste Peron, a great Nick and French comrade, once said, I never heard anybody say, I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. <laughs> That was good. Hashtag beat the Cavs. Hashtag JB is him. But Jalen Brunson just have 50, 75 points in two games. Is that what he did? <laughs> it's 75 points in two games. What a, what a mid-level exception. Got to save that mid-level money, Mark. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, thank you, Jean Baptiste. Oh man, what are we doing here? James, James Pascal. Oh my God. Uh, I will never get over these, these, the generosity of, of all of you and stuff like this, man. Um, thank you, James. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, James. All right. James's comment as I, as I compose myself here. So great to be back in the playoffs. As my daughter, of course, interrupts our very generous contributor here. Sass, be quiet for a sec. Uh, So great to be back in the playoffs. Stay healthy these next three games and close it out strong. This team is just amazing and so much fun to watch. Tibbs still had me a little upset by the end by not pulling the starters, but we won't complain after the clincher. We can complain. We can complain. Let's go, Knicks. Seriously, James, thank you. I, I completely agree with your with your sentiments that you have there stay healthy close it out strong but stay healthy like you don't you don't want to do anything with like introducing any kind of bad vibes going into the postseason none of that but part of that may just be as simple as like resting players who are important to you um they are an amazing team they are a team that is genuinely fun to watch and like and that's another difference between the two i i, I hate that i'm like kind of but again, it should, we don't have a lot to compare this to, right? Because there hasn't been a lot of success around here in the last two plus decades. But whereas the, uh, 10 years ago, it was a lot of guys who you knew 
were not going to be around for a very long, like the, uh, the long term. And two years ago, like you said it, like this team, the team now is so much fun to watch. Like that team two years ago, like we enjoyed watching them because we're Nick fans and we appreciated what we were watching. But in terms of like, was that a team that was like, you know, Zach Lowe does the, does the league pass rankings. Is that a team that was like super high on the league pass rankings? No. Cause they grinded. They just grinded you. They grinded you to a fine powder and that's how they won games. This team is fun to watch. I mean, they are legitimately fun to watch and they are legitimately good. Um, I don't think the net ratings have updated yet, although I will um, certainly check to see if, if maybe they have. And that's the other reason I was a little bummed that they didn't close this one out a little bit stronger <clears throat> because uh, I thought their net rating might have passed Sacramento. Uh I think did their net no did they update it? I think they updated it. Yeah, I think they updated it. So our net rating is still below Sacramento. Sacramento's three point one, we're two point nine, and then there's a big drop off to uh, Phoenix and New Orleans at two point one. How about the New Orleans Pelicans? Have their net rating back up into the top ten in the league? Shout out to them. Great job by that organization. Anyway, I'm going off track. Thank you again, James. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, seriously, I, I I don't know what else to say other than thank you.